Welcome to the Oregon Real Estate Podcast. My name is Roy Whiting. I'm a licensed Oregon real estate broker. And today's episode is the power of Oregon seller financing. What is seller financing? And might it help you whether you're buying or selling an Oregon property? Seller financing goes by several different names. Owner financing, seller terms, owner carry, seller carry back, or seller carry. In a nutshell, it allows a buyer to purchase a property without using a bank. Traditional lenders have a lot of requirements. Some will include minimum down payment, but a lot of times one of the stopping points will be credit, perhaps income. It might be because someone has had a short sale or some credit difficulty, or they may simply have an asset that they need to sell. It's not that uncommon for someone who's purchasing a property or wants to purchase a property to have considerable assets, but they may not be in the most liquid form. They're harder to sell. Sometimes they're not necessarily stocks, which can be fairly liquid, but it may be an industrial park out of state. And so when we're dealing with certain types of financing, It's important that buyers look at all their options and this can also have a big impact on sellers too because sometimes the issue when it comes to looking at options is a seller with a less than perfect property. Now, we're not talking about maybe a a leaky roof, but if you've got a property, for instance, that doesn't have a foundation, another example would be a older manufactured home especially if it doesn't have the tie-downs that are required for some of the uh, financing types, you've actually got a help to a seller. So seller financing will help a buyer. It will help a seller depending on who may have the biggest challenge. If it's a property issue, then a seller, if they own the property free and clear, and that's going to be one of the key things to consider in looking at your options is that it really helps a lot if you've got zero loan balance on a property or very low loan balance. If you take a look at the show notes for today's episode, we go into some pretty good detail as far as what the considerations are and what you need to know in order to understand is seller financing an option that I might be able to use. As a buyer, linking with a realtor who can specifically search for properties that are being offered with seller financing will be very helpful. Because a lot of times properties that are under seller financing or have seller financing as an option are not that easy to find. And in the realtor multiple listing system, there is a box that can be checked for sellers who are open to that. That typically means that they meet the criteria. And so looking at what the options are as a buyer, first of all, is to know if you have a a minimum down, if you have enough income to be able to deal with a situation where even though you're not using a traditional lender, you're still going to have to show to a seller that you are going to be able to maintain a commitment over time for an agreed upon seller financing situation. Seller financing can really be of help to sellers who are located in out of the way places. They may be in a a desolate area. And one of the big uh, helps here is that it, it can increase the buyer pool. So if you've got a property that is in a very rural area or it's in a rundown neighborhood or it's just got some real challenges, wherever it's located, what you're able to do is not just simply be looking at a limited buyer pool because some properties, if they're not really going to be lendable through a conventional process, 
then you either have to go with a cash buyer, which a lot of times means you have to wait a while or you may have to continue to lower your price. But if you're able to do a, do the seller financing, the advantage there is that you're making the buyer pool larger. You're opening up your property to more people. And so a lot more folks would have maybe 20% down or 30% down than they would have all cash. They may be able to tap into an asset you know, to borrow against something in order to get into the property. One of the other things that's helpful for sellers to know too is that as the down payment gets larger, they are more secure because studies have shown over the years that buyers tend to not walk away from properties where they have a a really strong equity position. So if a buyer puts down 30% or 40% or even 20%, their chances of walking away or there being a need to foreclose go down very much. There are rules and regulations as with any real estate transaction. One of the big ones in the state of Oregon has to do with the size of the seller as far as a portfolio, if they're more of a commercial type lender, those are more heavily regulated. If a seller happens to have a property and they haven't sold several in that same year, then it gets a lot easier. So because most home sellers do not sell multiple homes in the same year or even within every other year. In the state of Oregon, as long as a person is not a commercial type lender or corporate type seller, it's pretty forgiving and there's an awful lot of advantage without making it too onerous for a seller to be able to use seller financing. Now, there are several instruments which are used or can be used to secure a seller's interest when they're using seller financing. One of these is the trust deed and note. That's perhaps the most common because it's one of the least expensive and title and escrow companies are able to basically fill those out. One of the other ways to go would be the land sales contract, which in the state of Oregon can only be drawn by an attorney. Both the land sales contract and the trust deed and note are considered to be good mechanisms to help protect a seller and their interest in the sale of a property. And it's not uncommon for a seller to have a review by their attorney of the documents prior to signing. One other very helpful thing to do if a seller is using seller financing is to go with a collection escrow account. It actually helps both the buyer and the seller. What it basically is is after the close of a transaction, the documents are sent over to a collection escrow account if that's been set up ahead of time and they will go ahead and process the payments. So at the end of the year, the buyer will have a nice printout of those payments. It's basically a clearinghouse. They can also forward the payments to the seller, either a direct deposit or they can mail the check. But it's a nice way for both buyer and seller to feel comfortable that the payments are being processed in a business-like manner. There's certainly a lot more that can be said about seller financing in the state of Oregon. If you have any questions, please feel free to drop me a line. You can send an email to Roy at CertifiedRealty.com or give me a call at 800-637-1950 and I'd be happy to help you. That about wraps it up on today's program, The Power of Oregon Seller Financing. For now, this is Roy with Certified Realty wishing you the very best.